Hey everybody, Chase Nobles from Kush.com here. Super excited about our guest today. We've got Mike and Lee Shunk from M61 Processing. Welcome to the show, Mike. Welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, super excited to have you guys here. You, you have an interesting business and I was hoping you all could tell me a little bit about what you do and where you're based out of and how you got started in this industry. Go ahead, Mike. We do uh, processing for um, hemp mostly but any agricultural commodity pretty much. We re, uh, can powderize um, almost any ag commodity. So um, we can, uh, with uh, Sonic Wave, um, we use Sonic Processing to do that. Uh, we got started with uh, growing hemp um, in 2019, um, just after the farm bill passed. And uh, uh, got us involved with hemp and we come up across some pretty neat technology and thought we'd implement it into the hemp industry and it it uh, it's kind of revolutionizes the system right on that's awesome and for for everybody that doesn't know including myself what is sonic wave technology and how does it apply to extractions well it's it's based mostly off of bioavailability so um you and bioavailability can mean a lot of different things. It's, it's how well your body takes it in um, to digest and it, and it works the same way as if you were doing extraction from your biomass and stuff like that. Um, how easily it's extracted, your tricultures is extracted from your biomass um, or cannabinoids. Um, so sonic wave is instead of hammering or cutting or grinding anything, we're actually using sound waves and G-force um, it's more of a pressure in a vacuum to separate or powderize the biomass. So we're making our particles small um, and round. Um, so they, uh, you, you're debonding your trichomes and your, your, your cannabinoids from your, from your biomass um, during the powderization process. So, and, so you use some kind of centrifuge to spin it around and get the G-forces, is that right? Turbines. Like, like a fighter pilot? Yep, yep. So a fighter, a fighter jet can, can, is 9G, uh, human body's flat at 14G, and uh, we're putting it through about 600 G-force. 600 G-forces? Yes. Wow, okay. So if, if I'm imagining this thing right, you're spinning it really fast and blasting it with some specific sound waves, and that's doing the extraction. No heat, no solvents, nothing like that? Nothing like that. We're, we're literally, we're, we're not removing any cannabinoids from the biomass itself. We're just debonding them. We're separating it, leaving it mixed together still. We're just debonding it off of the, off the biomass. And um, so what do you do? Do you, do you put a bunch of shucked material in there and then spin it? Do you grind it up? How, do, how does that work? Just buck material, buck material, run it through. Um, it, it, uh, it takes it in. Um, in the process, it runs through turbines, drops through multiple different... Uh, atmosphere so it would go from pressure to vacuum pressure to vacuum and 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 through that process it's it's turbine turbines that it's actually dropping through at the same time and um it uh explodes every time it changes an atmosphere and it when it comes it out it's, it's it explodes 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 yes so so as it when it comes out it's it's positively charged from the static that we produce in the machine um so it repels humidity and it's below 1% moisture. 
I can take product in that's that's high in moisture, uh, say 60% moisture right out of the field. And and by the time I'm done with it, without drying, without adding any heat or anything, we have we have uh, one to two percent moisture and a positively charged um, powder below 50 micron. Well, I've never heard of anybody doing anything like this in the hemp industry. Um, how prevalent is this? Or you know, if 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 you had to guess, how many other people are out there doing it? We are the one doing it. There's That's nobody awesome. doing it. So, yeah. so this is specifically your guys's business model and your unique differentiator. Yes. Yeah. You yes. know, I talk to so many businesses, and the differentiation is challenging, right? We're in a we're in a marketplace where there's maybe a lot of supply on the market, right? And it's really hard to stand out. So, when you use this technology, and it's you know it checks a lot of boxes, right? It's solventless. You're not using heat, so it's not decarboxylating at all. You're you're kind of just getting the raw material out of it. What comes out the bottom end? Is it just a is it a powder? Is it what does oh, it look it's like? It's a powder below 50 micron powder. Um, wow. we can go fine. We can go down into the single micron, you know, like below five micron really easily, um, into the the large nanoparticles. Um, but the the big difference is is we're not searing that particle. We're not searing. We're not. When you, when you sear a particle, it's kind of like searing a steak. When you cook it, you have the outside seared and the inside's what you really want that's good. And the, the burnt stuff on the outside is the same when you guys, when you run through a, a regular hammer mill or ball mill or, or impact, you, you're, you're cutting, you're using heat, you're pushing it through a screen of some sort to size it. Um, with this, we're not doing that. We're not doing any of that. So our particles are round and fuzzy instead of like diamonds with flat sides and sharp corners all seared up because then you don't get your benefit from that particle. So the increased surface area per particle. Yes. Wow. Surface area, your particle and, and you're not seared. So you, you, you can digest it, you can absorb it. And the same thing works with extraction. So if, if our particles have that increased surface area and they're, they're not seared, they're not, they're not encapsulated at all. They're they're ready to adhere to whatever. They they extract a lot easier, um, and then our extraction batches would go up too. So if people wanted to use powder for extraction, um, you can get you know between 24 to 32 pounds per cubic foot, where a normal biomass is six pounds per cubic foot. So your batch size just skyrocketed, and it's so much easier because it's positively charged. Your ethanol and everything you used for extraction adheres to that stuff because um, mm. it's all negatively charged. So you, your extraction is, is you get more per batch, your absorption rate because of being more surface area and round molecules, your, 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 um, oh, your ethanol or, or heptane or whatever you want to use for your extraction would, it, it flows through that and absorbs into that uh, powder really, really easily. Um, so you can get extraction a lot more efficient. That makes a lot of sense. And I noticed the same last name, Mike Shunk, Lee Shunk. Are you all brothers? What's the relationship here? Is this no, a family father business? Father and son. Father and son. Father son business. Oh, that's that's awesome. That's amazing. What what were y'all doing before this? Before you got into the hemp industry, and were you using the same technology? Well, our backgrounds in farming. We're, we're like fifth generation farming. We have organic farm. We do about five hundred acres organic. But that's other crops. That's with all the crops and rotation. 
So we're into industrial service. We do contracting and construction. So we've been manufacturing business. So this, this new technology, we thought everybody could use it. We've taken the same machine and, and you can run a lot of different products through it. But if we use this machine to make the fiber, for instance, the rest of the plant that hemp world is really not using a lot yet, we can make it into a real fine powder or make the stalks on the outside to for making fabric. It looks like cotton when it comes out. So, so, so can, it doesn't come out as a powder the, if you're if you're, you know, using the sonic waves on fiber. It comes out as like a cotton type material. Right, right. The inside, the inside core of it comes out as a powder. The outside comes out as a like a cotton material. No. So kidding. you're you're heard out of the out of your stem. We can powderize below 50 micron, and we turn that use that for like a um, plastic polymers, um, your carbon filler in plastic polymer, um, or paper. Um, cardboard things like that um, now the the fiber itself we can we can run it real quick one pass real I mean a very fast low rpm um, and we can make cotton balls pretty much when it comes out put in four inch pieces and it comes out looking like little strings of cotton and, and so and there's no no um, you don't have to decorticate you don't have to degum you just put it in a four inch pieces it comes out in cotton balls so when it comes to the business Back, back to kind of the business side of it. You're growing all these other crops, right? And you've set us out aside how many acres to grow for him? Oh, we did over 100 acres this year. We did about 300 last year. So it's going to vary based on what, what we want to do. But we want to, we want to get this machine to where we're going to do thousands of acres for many, many people. We can do around 10,000 pounds an hour. So we need a lot of product to run through this machine once we show people what we can do. Well, that was my next question. So if, if I was standing there looking at this machine, how big are we talking here? If you're doing 10,000 pounds, if you, if you have the ability to do 10,000 pounds, an, did you say an hour? An hour. An hour. An hour. What are we so looking the machine at here? Itself, how big is this maybe, thing? You know, it, it machine it itself is not real big, but it takes up... You could get it all on a semi, but it, there's like six different units to it to make it all work. But the machine itself is only like the size of a pickup. Okay. But it's not real big. But still, still. But we got a 38,000 square foot warehouse to be able to take the inputs and the outputs um, yeah, from the, the machine. Feeder house and the bag house and the dust, you got to control every bit of it. So, um, but it's. There's a lot of possibilities with this machine. We keep finding new things because it's a whole new world, but we actually been able to kill all the bacteria in this with this machine too because of the tornado effects. So the products are coming out clean, like extremely clean. We don't so have any include heavy metals and pesticides, things like that, or is it just microbials? We, we haven't touched, tested much with pesticides. We believe we're going to be able to, to um, take care of some pesticides. But all the products we've been using so far have been organic. Um, we can we're we're just starting to test with pesticides and starting to get results on that. But understand so we have main results come in. So you're you're on this you know podcast webinar right now. Who are you as a business? Who are you looking to to talk to? Who's the ideal customer? Is it the end? Um, purchaser of the raw material of the of the nano i guess not raw anymore it's quite processed of the nano cannabinoids 
or are you looking to do farm services where you do the you know the drying because you, you don't really need to dry it but you do the drying and the extraction all in one place what what's the business model for what you guys do right now we want to be able to do extraction or, or the mainly it's extraction guys that need to need to get this yeah. um it's gonna it's gonna make them more efficient there it's they, they need to start using the powder um uh, and and realize how how more much more efficient they're going to be um then we we have uh some products that we're selling ourselves we've we started encapsulating whole hemp because of our size being so small um and we have no e coli no pathogens um so we do capsules um vitasonics is the brand or the trademark we've been using um and uh we we can do capsules of whole hemp so it's powderized hemp biomass in a capsule and uh um the because of how small the particles are the bioavailability is extremely high and you digest um probably 80 90 percent of it in your upper gi um so you never you, you don't have to wait for your liver and kidneys to to take it in you can it's it's readily available in the body about within 15 minutes of taking the capsule you feel it no kidding and i assume people can find these products on kush.com i would hope so i hope so yeah soon soon <laughs> soon yes, okay you're getting too. everything updated yeah yep, we're getting you're up right. and running now fairly new to the platform i believe but super excited to have you guys on there this is a interesting product that i i haven't heard of and you know we see thousands of businesses come through uh every other week so it's it's it'll be interesting to see how you all do um so so you're selling finished goods ideally to retail shops or direct to consumer you're selling yes, yes. um nano would you call it nano emulsification or is it just nano powder it's micro powder i don't know if i would go all the way to nano we we are in the nano realm mm -hmm. um but i don't people throw the word nano around awful loosely because it sounds cool um and we're still working we think we can get into that but we're not gonna say for sure yet we're still working on it understood understood if some big developments come in there yep yep and then you all are actually growing, you know, you grew a hundred acres this year, you grew 300 acres last year, and then you have all of your other crops that you're growing as well. Correct? Yes. Yeah. We're, this machine should make the industrial hemp that they need for plastic and paper and, and the whole plastic side it should open it right up because this allows so many people to get into plastic business, pick up a lot of acres though to produce a number of tons of plastic they want to produce no kidding that'll be interesting to see have you have you gone all the way through the process where you've weaved anything or you've uh, you know uh, turned those that that powder into plastic yet we have we have companies we work with that that have turned the powder into plastic um and we do have some textile people that have, have taken samples of our material and made stuff out of um but we've we've tried not to steer too far away from being just the guy that provides the, the, the raw materials processed ready for for them well, well i think that's smart you know uh you can only do too much and with how much you all have going on i imagine your days are quite full and busy how, how many people are on the team or is it just you two running the business right now no there's about 20 of us here at the farm in the business and what part of michigan are you guys in, in central right. lower right in the center we're around claire gladwin area which is about the center of the lower peninsula okay this is great this is great. 
Well, is there anything that you want to let the audience know in addition to how you all process and uh, anything else we can help you with over here at Kush.com? Well, our, right now our biggest move is to try to get processors to look at what we have. The people that are making like a CO2 extraction or any of the extraction companies. One thing we have it cleaned up, it's bacteria free and it's easy to ship. It will stay on the shelf for we don't know how long, we think five years. There's no reason why it would ever lose value. It's all positive charged, um, very clean products. When you're done, you can get a lot more in a semi when they're trying to haul it. So you can ship a lot more efficient than just the biomass. A one big tote of biomass will weigh two, 300 pounds. We're in the area of over a thousand pounds in one tote of the same product. We're just, that's how much more dense the product is. <coughs> Well, quick question is, how do you all compete on price? Because this sounds like a really, you know, high-end product that you're, you're producing over there. What is, how do you all think about price, you know, and looking at other crops that you grow? Where does hemp stand and, and how, how do you compete on price or, or, or is price competition important to what you do right now? Well, our, our price varies based on how much CBD is in it, but it's still like any other crop. But if we make it into this powder for people, they're gonna be five to 10 times more efficient when they go to make oil. So it's not, it's making the product <coughs> worth a lot more because they can make oil so much quicker and so much more efficient. They're still using the same amount of, of chemicals or CO2 to process with, they're just getting a lot more product done at the same, in the same batch. So you're saying you're looking at you know, extraction companies and you want to sell them the powder so that they can extract the powder into oil. Right. Correct. Got it. Got it. Rather than, you know, one of the biggest pains of extraction is grinding it all up and maintaining the cleanliness of the machines and, and dealing with the waste. Right. It's, it's a huge headache. You, you would essentially get rid of all of that prep and management of the raw material. And it pretty much what we goes are, in we also powder can, comes out as oil. Yeah, we would, get rid of a lot of that management problem and we'd also be able to take their byproduct back because we can make that and and dry it again run it through the machine and use it for plastic and other products other byproducts so if they're running you know raw hemp through their machine all the all the potential fiber and stock and plastic that you can make out of that 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 uh mother liquor that waste product that comes out of the extraction machine you can you can then use that to make plastic Right. Yes. Right. Wow. That's so exciting. Cause you know, people, people always ask me when I come through their facilities, Hey, do you know anybody that'll take this waste off my end? Do you know anybody that can do anything with this? And I was like, no, you know, nobody, you and everybody else, man, there's everybody else that has the same exact amount of waste. They, nobody knows what to do with it. You're saying that you can take that waste and turn it into something valuable. Yeah, we, we can dry it. We actually anonymize it, dry back down and it's ready for to be used in the plastic world or the, cardboard world or or there's so many places you can go with that product after it comes out of our machines and they don't have to have a special place to take it a lot of these facilities can just move ours right in place of theirs they can they don't have to retool or re-dye to be able to run anything um as far as the paper mills and the and the plastic companies they they can just replace their carbon filler with our carbon filler wow and so what do you call this? You call it micro powder, but you also talked about sonic powder for hemp. Is, is that kind of the brand? Is that the 
product type? Is that the new category that we should our, be thinking our, about? Yeah, our Vitasonics is sonic sonic processing is kind of yeah micro powder, but it'd be sonic sonic powder is pretty much what it is because you're not going to get that. You can get into the micro powder with with a couple different machines out there, but you're not going to get the same results. Um, as as you will with sonic powder because the sonic processing allows us to to keep our our particles round with a large surface area um and to adhere and, and to absorb into a, almost anything so. great great so for every farmer out there listening mike and lee shunk from m61 processing have a sonic wave machine to make sonic powder out of your product it doesn't require right. any heat it doesn't require any grinding and it just uses g-forces and sonic waves to extract this this product into a powder plus you could potentially take all of the post extracted product off of people's hands and turn it into plastic goods this is so exciting i'm so excited to have you all on the platform haven't heard of anything like this out there yet and super excited to watch the progress as you all continue in the space thank you we're excited too there's a lot to do here there's there's a lot going on with this product. So. We'll always reach out to us if there's anything we can do for you. And it was a pleasure having you guys on the show. Good luck with everything out there. Thank you.